This is the new format of pizza-centric where I get in deep with all kinds of people, not just pizza people, about their relationship with the food pizza. Um, and I've never done this before, so this is sort of like a pilot. And This is number one? This is number one. I have no idea if... if if it's going to be similar to what comes next, but who cares? I'm happy to be a guinea pig. Thank you, Scott. So I'm with Scott Wiener, who is probably one of the most knowledgeable people about the topic and food of pizza in the whole world. He makes um, pizza people look unknowledgeable. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> well, he has a pizza tour company and especially shows people the history of pizza and how it connects with the history of in New York, a certain era, and Italians who immigrated to New York, and how pizza has evolved over time, and then he gets involved in all kinds of pizza things beyond, which is not what we're talking about today, and I don't even know if I'm going to use that part, but here's what I want to know, Scott. So, pizza is just totally interwoven in your life, um, and I know, like, when I get a good slice of pizza somewhere, and it's got perfect chew, and perfect crunch at the same time and it has the right balance and it just tastes awesome that like I can't stop eating it and like my my brain my my the the part of my brain that is like the cutoff switch from eating like disengages <laughs> and I as long as there's still more there I keep eating it and that's what pizza does to me um and I'm guessing that you've felt that before with pizza as well but since this is your job... It right now. Yeah. With your pizza you just made. Yay! So since this is your job, I'm wondering, has living the life of pizza um, in any... How has it affected your love of pizza? Well, I definitely think that my appreciation for the food has grown. It, I think when I started doing it, my friends were afraid that it might hurt my... my feel like my ability to derive pleasure from eating pizza because it would become work it would become the the main focus or I would get sick of it but you know I've been limiting the amount of pizza that I eat to 15 slices a week which now I'm dangerously close to because of your pizza you, you just those were me. small slices I know I'm only going to count this as two slices by the wow, way wow nice <laughs> we should make more yeah right? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say no but I I uh I think because it's given me an excuse to check out more pizzerias and to, to learn more about it and to do more study and research that I think I've only gained greater appreciation for it. It only makes it difficult um, to kind of schedule my pizza eating, which is not something you should have to schedule, mm -hmm. but because there's so much coming at me all the time. Like, for instance, as of last night, I think I'd already had 10 slices. As of Wednesday night, last night, 10 slices, and I still have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to get through only eating five more slices. 1.25 slices per day. It's 2.13, <laughs> I think, slices per day, because I'll have 15 in a week. Okay. And so it's just over two a day. Okay. So I'll, uh, yeah, so it's a big problem because then I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go to Berman's place. I'm going to eat some pizza there. Well, that's going to be like two slices. And then tonight, as I just told you, I'm going to meet some people at a pizzeria in Manhattan because they're visiting from out of town. I'm like, oh, no. It's going to be another one or two slices. So what am I going to do? i got one more left for the whole week. So I have to, I, yeah, I have to be careful about budgeting it. If I go to my friend's house uh, to hang out on Saturday maybe and they order a pizza, I, I really have to abstain. And so it might look from their perspective as if I don't like eating 
like, you know, like, like plebe pizza, you know, like street <laughs> pizza, like the, the basic stuff. Or on a tour, if somebody sees that I'm not eating, then they might say, hey, what gives? But I have to remind them that this is like... I was going to ask day. you that. Does that, when you're conducting a tour and you stop at, I think, like four mm-hmm. pizza places on a regular walking tour, mm-hmm. right? When you're doing that, um, do you feel obliged to join in for the for each pizza as you go and when you and if you haven't at certain times do people kind of like do you do you sense some sort of unhappiness from your tour people I don't think they're really unhappy but the, it gives them an excuse to challenge me because they'll say oh like you're not even eating blah blah you know they'll be mad cuz first of all they're mad that they're not mad but they're wondering like why is why is this guy telling me about pizza? So they want to look for, like, holes to punch in the whole story. Right. Um, when he's not even eating pizza. Exactly. Yeah. So last night on the tour, somebody even said, I'm really impressed that you're eating pizza right along with us. And I said, well, I, it's hard not to. <laughs> yeah, I because I love it, and I, I only take people to places that I love. So how could I ever not eat? I have to make myself not eat pizza. Mm-hmm. I have to bring a bag of uh, trail mix because I'm so hungry watching everybody eat this and I'm like but that pie came out so great I really should be eating it and then I have to cut myself off so maybe sometimes they feel slighted if I'm not Mm -hmm. but you know I'll explain myself I've got to maintain this this figure I have here yeah that's another problem (laughs) yeah so I have to I'll explain myself Mm -hmm. or I mean even though I do not think that I um like like some insanely knowledgeable like world leading expert like you just said mm-hmm. I still feel like there are some times where I kind of want to say to the people on the tour like you know what you should just like look at my bio mm-hmm. and all the pizza stuff that I'm doing all the time and realize that this is yeah this is not just the job that I do during yeah. the day this is right. everything all the time and it's you know it's you I'm not this public figure that everybody would just know does that right. you know like you meet an artist and and they explain how to do something, and then maybe you think, oh, well, th- that doesn't make sense. Maybe this is better. And you don't want them to have to, like, pull open their cabinet of all the awards and all the amazing pieces of it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. how do you explain yourself? Mm-hmm. So I just, I just, sometimes they just want to freak out a little bit, and that's okay. Sim- and just a um, follow-up question. When you eat in pizza restaurants, like tonight you're invited to go somewhere, a pizza place where I'm guessing they'll know you there. Um, do you ever order something that's not pizza on the menu and worry? Have you ever felt like the owner of a restaurant is like, uh oh, what does he think is wrong with our pizza? He's not ordering the pizza. Well, that's one of the funniest things. Well, first of all, tonight they don't make anything besides pizza, so that's okay. great. Okay. But I often, I often am tempted because I eat so much pizza, and I the place I'm going tonight, I've been there. The place I'm going tonight, I've been there so many times that I don't feel like I need to eat the pizza tonight. <laughs> I'm really just going to spend time with people. But I feel like if they did have something else, like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd order a steak. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, totally different question, but back to relationship. So when did your romance with pizza begin for you, and what pizza was that? Oh, boy. Well, I think it was, in terms of romance, I mean, it was the the first love. The It was like the, the slice next door uh, of a place in my hometown. It was a place called... Pizza House. Mm-hmm. And it's still around, but it's a little different now. But it used to be this standalone building, and you walk in, and there are this classic ply mold benches, and Gina making the pizza with a cigarette dangling off her lip, 
little yeah. ash flavor, no yeah. problem. Uh, and I just, it was just great. Two slices and a Coke, or a slice and a Coke for a buck fifty, I think, in probably 1995. And it was just the place to go. And Or I go to this place called Calabria, where they had like a little machine with the bouncy balls for a quarter, and we'd play with those. You know, it was it was just those those slices meant a lot to me because of the experience that surrounded eating them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just a slice of pizza. It was the memory attached to that slice. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely what started my love for pizza. But it's I think everybody has that. Everybody has... You don't have to be a professional pizza consumer to have that. Mm-hmm. I may have over-embellished... Not over-embellished, but gone overboard in my description of your qualifications in the world of pizza at the beginning and I don't know if I'll cut it out or not but um <laughs> well we'll just make it very clear I am not the most knowledgeable person on the planet <laughs> I didn't there need to people, use superlatives <laughs> yeah there are people multi-generation pizza makers who mm-hmm. have their hands in the dough every day mm-hmm. uh, I am not one of those people I just I study the difference between that what they do and what I do is just that I study across styles mm-hmm. and across countries and boundaries and I'm um, the goal is always to learn more, and unfortunately, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Right now, I've been doing a lot of research about specific ingredients, and the deeper you get, the deeper the tunnel gets. So, yeah, I, it's, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm one of the only people who researches pizza constantly as well, the only job. I don't know. That's what I was going to get at, actually, is that, so it started off with this childhood Mm. experience that obviously stuck with you and you know you carried it with you until eventually it became this idea to do a pizza tour business Mm -hmm. um but i think that none of it would have happened it seems if you weren't so curious by nature and so you found a topic and you've just explored it definitely and i i do think it could have been anything i think pizza is a stronger topic for for the kind of obsession like i don't think i would I like strawberries. I don't think I could get obsessed with strawberries. Mm-hmm. But pizza is this dynamic food, and it's eaten everywhere, and everybody has their own version of it. And the fact that it's not the same everywhere is what makes it so special. Mm-hmm. So I love all that stuff. There's, uh, from my perspective, you can't say that about like a T-bone steak. Mm-hmm. But from a steak lover's perspective, you probably could. About you know how the meat is cut, or how it's aged, or whatever. It's the pizza that you eat today just anywhere, is it still reminiscent of the, those first places? There are pizzerias that remind me of the first pizzerias that I used to eat growing up in Jersey, but they're not... I don't think I have one in New York that is that exact style. Mm-hmm. There are ones that are close. Yeah. Yeah. Does Jersey... This is off-topic, but does Jersey have pizza and bread and bagels and all of these things that are on par with New York? Um, because New York is, you know, is it New York City that really has has earned this reputation for being like a pizza capital, or is it the New York region that really can, that really does pull it off just as well? I think the New York region has the same affinity for the food, but the speed and really uh, high pace of New York is what makes the food different from New Jersey. In New Jersey, you're driving to pick up the pizza. You're getting it on the way home. It's in a box. In New York, you're getting a slice on a paper plate, and that's more indicative of the classic New York style. 
So I think there's a different way that they're eaten, so the food comes out differently. That being said, the the New Jersey bar style and you know tavern style and eating in a sit down restaurant is really special, and that's that's something that you don't have in New York, mm-hmm. except Staten Island. Yeah, which is basically no, half which New is Jersey, basically New, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Staten Island has those places that feel to me more like my New Jersey pizzerias. Mm-hmm. In the best way possible. Yeah. Staten Island's interesting. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's a big toll to get there, but once you're there... <laughs> once you're there... I mean, we go twice a year on the pizza tour. Only... That's all. That's it. Because uh, we go when everybody's at the beach for Labor Day and Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. So we go that Sunday, and we just made it in 24 minutes from nice. Soho, from Lombardi's to Joan Pass, 24 minutes. Do you have to pay an extra toll because it's a bus? Yeah. Oh, the toll is... I don't even know. You know, I never asked because my bus company covers it. Yeah. Don't tell them. So, so, um, does your, how has your relationship with pizza changed? I, it's funny because I find myself shifting into snobby moments Mm -hmm. and at the same, like two minutes later, I bounce back to the other end of the spectrum about being very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, you just made these grilled pizzas. And on the tour, sometimes I talk about how if you bake the bread before you top it, it's a flatbread. Mm-hmm. Which pizza is a member of the flatbread family, mm-hmm. but it might not be specifically a pizza. But we're eating this, and to mm-hmm. me it feels like, yeah, this is pizza. So mm-hmm. where is the line? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I professionally overthink pizza. That's what I do. But I also know that you overthink it so much and you can't really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I try not to let my thought process get the best of me mm-hmm. with that. So if anything has changed about my love for pizza, it's that I think about it so much, it's ridiculous. But you need to check yourself sometimes on, yeah. on like your how you judge different types of pizza. Exactly. Like last night, there was someone on the tour who was kind of, I don't know, just kind of really obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to point out, at one point, I thought, oh man, what if she says something, well, I'm going to point out to everyone that she eats her pizza with a fork and knife, because she did. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, that's not something I really care about at all, and I defend people's right to do that, but I just started thinking about how, how shallow it would be if I was like, well, you eat your pizza with a fork and knife. So, you know, sometimes that happens. Maybe she's just copying Donald Trump. Ugh, ugh, don't even. Well, you did do that. I know, I remember. <laughs> But that was, but yeah, but but that was different. That he wasn't making any claims to knowing anything about what he's doing. No, and about we don't have to go into politics. But no, no, that was he, not even a political statement. Right, it's just what he did. He just showed his true colors. This is how he ate pizza. That's yeah, cool. I yeah. I defend his right to do so. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, is um, the style of pizza that you started with those places you mentioned? It sounds like that's most similar to like a slice, like a walk up and get a slice kind of place. Yes, they were slice places. They were smaller than a New York slice place, as in the slice was smaller. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a 16-inch diameter instead of an 18 or 20-inch diameter mm-hmm. for the pizza. But yeah, Like they, a beach pizza good. almost. Beach pizza, I think of as being larger. Mm. I guess it depends on what beach. Where, what beach, yeah. Um, so I guess my question is, I know, I, I, I'm guessing that there's no point in me asking you what's your favorite style of pizza, although if you want, you can tell me, but I'm wondering, is that style, like the slice model in its variations, closest to your heart still, because that's where it began. Yeah, um, it's funny, because that's the thing that we, pizza nerds talk about all the time, this, uh, 
And I was just reading about it in a book called The United States of Arugula. Have you read this? I think I did read that book. Yeah, and I, there was some... In the first chapter, there's a, a mention of, you know, the food that you eat as a child really sticking with you. And then there was an essay in Ed Levine's book, Pizza, A Slice of Heaven, about the pizza cognition theory, mm-hmm. about how the pizza you eat growing up completely impacts itself on your brain, and that becomes your standard. Mm-hmm. Even if it's Pizza Hut, that's sort of your definition. And for me, even though that is a pizza that makes me feel like I'm at home, the one I grew up with, it's not at all my standard anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is true for people who are normal humans. But I think when you get into eating pizza consistently and in a professional way... (laughs) (laughs) Professional pizza eater, you can say it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even... Well, I I don't really get paid to eat the pizza most of the time. But you have to eat pizza in order to get paid. Yeah, I'm a professional pizza obsessive. A professional pizza enthusiast. I don't even know. Yeah, so like what that. is your sta- you alluded to your standard today? What is your standard today? Oh, my, for what my standard slices or what your standard pe- like your standard of pizza? I mean, I my standard of saying. pizza depends on the style. Like you were alluding to before is favorite styles, but for a New York slice, if it's not like Joe's or Pizza Suprema or Scars, those are kind of my top 3 by the slice joints right now. Mm-hmm. If it's not like those, then it's off of my standard. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, I, I had a slice yesterday, or two days ago, that was just, the texture on the underside was too smooth, there was a gum line, there was, the the dough had a very flat taste and texture, and the crust was so dense that it was clear that I was going to leave it behind. I, mm-hmm. There was no way I was going to eat that. And it was just really disappointing. And I, I thought, you know, it's not that hard to do it the way that those other guys do it that I mentioned yeah. before. It's not that hard. But there are major differences. Do you ever have a slice that's just so disappointing that you just... I mean, like, most of the time when a slice is disappointing, I eat it anyway. But there are times when I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to... I'm not going to waste my... Whatever it is, my health, my stomach space, my appetite, you know, my eating of this moment on this, it's just not good. And I toss it. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot. I really try to toss it. Yeah. But I had a slice yesterday, and it was at a place where you (laughs) measure... I'd never been there before, and you you tell them how much you want, and then they weigh it, like like in Rome. And I saw a fairly large piece in the corner, and I said, I didn't want to make them cut it up into smaller bits. I was you know what, just give me the whole thing. I'll just do the whole thing. I got a third of the way through it, and I thought... I should not have had this whole thing. What was wrong with me? I was too hungry. But I still ate it. You ate it. Yeah, it was there. But you've thrown them out sometimes. Yeah. And I, you know, I try to, I have this whole method of doing that where I'll rip the crust off Mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll wrap the body of the pizza in a paper plate. I'll throw it out as I walk past the counter. So if the owner's there, like waiting, if, 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 whether or not they know that I do the tour or anything like that, I'll just kind of munch on the crust on my way out. So I think that I ate the whole slice. And then I'll throw the crust out. So you hide, hide the, the middle body of the, the body, pizza. and then you walk out with the crust. Yeah. Um, well, you could also, is, if it's on a paper plate, you could just walk out with it like you're going to finish it to go. I could, but I wanted to, I guess I just, I wanted to show a little bit more completion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could do that too. Do you, are there pizza places you can walk into where they don't recognize you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not recognized. Unless it's a place you deal with. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 
And it's sometimes I'll go into a place that has been emailing me or we know each other online or something, and then they will say, but only after I ask a couple questions or, you know, I, I stay quiet about it. I don't go in there and pull out a, a big camera and start taking pictures. It's, you know... Yeah. And I'm also not... The, I'm not trying to be covert. I'm just... There's no reason to... You know, when a pizzeria says, oh, you should come by, let us know when you want to come by, we'll make you a pizza... I'd rather just go by when I want. Of course. And then email yeah. them. And I tell them, yeah. hey, I'm not going to tell you if I'm coming by. And it's not a test. It's not mm-hmm. a secret test. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, I want to see how you operate in normal, everyday circumstance. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be treated special. No, no. You no. want to see what their deal is. No, I want to treat them special. Mm-hmm. I want I want it to be an earned thing and not just because they sent an email. Mm-hmm. So my hit list is probably 60 or 70 places deep mm-hmm. in New York and the surrounding area. And it's just there's some that I haven't been to in a while. They've changed ownership or management or pizza maker mm-hmm. or they're just new or I've just never been. Let me ask you a hypothetical. What if you were to find out that you really needed to... Let's say you... I just read this article the other day that people can find out that they um, need to go gluten-free and it, that this can happen later in life. And some people maybe have, what's the disease called? Celiac? Celiac yeah, yeah, and they maybe have it and they don't even know it and they can get tested. And this article, was it was rounded. It wasn't just a scare thing. And it said, you know, it's a small percentage of people. But if you were to find out that you really ought to go gluten-free, um, that would be devastating, I'm guessing. I, if it happened to me, I would be. Um, but could you still run your pizza tour? I think the answer is yes, because, but it would be painful, because yeah, pizza is more than just the food, so I would love to talk about just the historical elements and the cultural elements, but maybe I would shift away from doing the tour as much myself, mm-hmm. and have the other tour guides do it, because I think that would be so much torture. Torture. I mean, you could like be like a, a you know a winemaker or a wine distributor and have a spittoon. Yeah, right, right, right. I would get in I would That's get into disgusting though. Yeah, it's gross. I can't have a pizza tune. You can't spit out your food. Is that, is That's that not acceptable. That's yeah. Terrible. Oh, so I'll stop this. Thank you. Then I'll ask you a question. <laughs> nice, after. nice podcast. That was good, right? Yeah, that, that should be. Podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for totally. being my first. And you lured I, me in with your delicious pizza. Kept me around with these delicious strawberries. I hope I didn't put you on the spot too much no, or, no. or, you know, over, over, uh, over, uh, overdo it in any way. No, man, it's, it's real life. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay.